1: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV. Make Clips. And share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at Clip it TV. Hey guys, John Barchard here. You guys know how much I love to play fantasy football. So I need you to listen up because I want you to join the highest rated fantasy football app. It's called Draft. You get to play in a real live snake draft but be done in under five minutes and they last just for one week. Drafts start every couple of minutes so you can join right now for week seven. And the best part is you get to play for cold. Hard cash. And get this your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites, on all the DFS sites. Because you're always trying to figure out, okay, where should I start this guy? The value, and I don't have enough money to do all that stuff. It doesn't happen on draft. You get a selection of every premium player. You just got to be. The smartest one in the room. It's a six-player snake draft. So you get in, you get out. Tournaments start from $1 to $1,000 to everything in between. Three-person drafts, six-person drafts, on and on. The options are limitless. And all new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. All you have to use is promo code BGNR. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using promo code BGNR. And it gets even better. Draft is so sure that you'll love it that they are Offering BGN radio listeners a money-back guarantee up to a hundred dollars. No excuses now. Just search draft in your app store or go to draft.com and come play for free right now with promo code BGNR.
3: Welcome into a post-vacation post sickness episode of the counterpoint podcast we are back and better than ever because the eagles won two games while i was gone and while i did not record a counterpoint podcast and they did so in 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 convincing fashion let's start off with the panthers game right um i was uh, let's be honest here if you listen to what's the line saying in the in the last counterpoint episode we did uh I got really cocky in the beginning of it and said, Why don't you listen to me? I'm always right. That kind of thing, right? But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take the L here. I'm not gonna take the L. And I'm not gonna take the L because I was right. Literally, they tried to take that game away from us. They really fucking did. Pete Morelli is an absolute embarrassment. It's 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 it's, it's no there's no doubt about it that they had it out for the Eagles to lose that game. And it was the same thing, it was the same exact game. As as in Detroit last year, and guess who was guess who was ref in that game, Pete Morelli, but the Eagles came out and won that football game, and even more cemented the fact that the Eagles are back. This team fought, and I really thought that that was the game that Doug Peterson arrived, because honestly, this is exactly the moment I was like, wow, he's fucking arrived. It was when. They were trying to go for two, and the refs didn't look at them and just assumed they wanted to go uh, for, the, for the extra point. And Peterson was like, look at me, fucker. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And that was the moment I was like, you know what? I trust Doug. The Doug Peterson confidence meter after Carolina, like 80%. It jumped from 67 to 80% strictly because of that one little sequence right there. And then on 11 days rest, they came out a little bit cold dropped the meter down to like 75 but guess what they responded and it was on it was in waves that offense that offense was unstoppable last night and it was mostly because of Carson Wentz what else can we fucking say about this kid I know today is is Wentz once Armageddon this kid is this kid is a goddamn superstar we legit have the number one pick in an NFL redraft and it's not even being biased. It's not being biased. We all love Carson Wentz. He is he's approaching Chase Utley territory for me. Which is saying something because Chase Utley is like, my guy, my guy. This kid is unbelievable. And he does things that, like, even Rodgers couldn't make that play last night. He could make the throw to Clement. But he couldn't have escaped that on the third and eighteen. No quarterback in the NFL besides him can make that play. He is so fucking good. And I'm so glad we are exposing these idiots that said he wasn't going to be good. Such a it's a beautiful day in this city. I'm so happy this kid's our quarterback. And to go on top of it, the guy is just amazing. If you didn't see the video yet of of, of Carson and and the Dutch Destroyer Lucas it was goddamn tear It was a tear jerker. If you didn't cry during that, then you don't have a soul. It's not it's not a man card thing. It's a human thing. And I lost it twice. I lost it once when Wentz said the sent the video to him in the hospital and he started crying. That was rough to get through. And then once they told him that he was buried in his jersey, oh my god. If I was Carson, I would have just I would have just walked home. It was so sad. But that's that's our quarterback. That's our quarterback. He is amazing. But isn't it fucking classic that in, in in a time when the Eagles are on their best run since 2004, everyone's feeling good about this team, we lose both Jason Peters and Jordan Hicks for the season. Like, come on, football gods. Like, stop fucking with us. Just let us have one. Just let us have one. That's all we're asking for. Literally just one Super Bowl. And they're not going to let us do it because of Jason Peters and Jordan Hicks getting hurt. <sighs> Super depressing. But with Carson, we can really, truly go in anywhere and win. And I just I just can't believe it. I literally can't believe it. And I feel like we wake up every day like not even realizing it sometimes. Sometimes we forget that we have the next great quarterback in the NFL. We have a Hall of Fame talent. And I was sitting there to myself last night. And I said, who's better when healthy, Embiid or Wentz? And I would mostly take Embiid just because he's such a freak and he learns minute to minute and he's a Hall of Fame talent, but so is Carson Wentz. And it's becoming narrower and narrower and narrower. I love this kid. He is, he's just, he's just it. We're going to spend a lot of time in the trust tree today because I got to get some things off my chest. The trust tree is going to be uh, full today. I'm going to talk about my trip to Maine because there's a lot of interesting things that happened in my trip to Maine in relation to the Eagles. Um, I have a, I found a Browns fan take on Carson Wentz that I think is fucking hilarious. And I think you'll all enjoy it as well. I love just soaking in the tears of these fans that didn't get Carson Wentz. Like that's us. (laughs) We're doing that to them. Uh, Donovan McNabb, like, I fucking hate Donovan, and I'm not even... It's just, we're done. We're done. We're done, Donovan. And you'll see why in a little bit. Uh, The Keehan Fahey fucking sucks update. And we'll have what's the line saying. So let's go into the trust tree, and let's start with what's the line saying. I know I opened the show talking about this, but, like, I mean, like, come on. We're going to count that last... We're going to count the Panthers game as a win, right? You're going to say, like, yeah, that game was rigged from the beginning. Jack was right. We're all going to... We all agree there. We're in the trust tree, and we agree there. Also, uh, I know I didn't do a counterpoint last week. I uh, got back from Maine, which was dope. But I got back and I got sick immediately. And maybe because it was too much physical exertion, a lot of hiking up there, not in the best of shape. And I think my immune system may not have been uh, up to par, up to snuff, as they say. And, uh, yeah, I got sick. And I know you can still hear it. It doesn't sound great. But I literally, I was having trouble talking last week. It would have sounded horrible. So, uh, trust me. In the trust tree, that I would have sounded bad last week, and it just wouldn't have been the right show. I wanna, I wanna put on the right show, uh, for you people out there. Um, and 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 yesterday, um, I, I tweeted out right before the game started. I did a little last minute, what's the line saying? If you wanna follow me on Twitter, it's at Jack underscore Fritz thirty four. Um, it was a little last minute because when when the line came out at six, I was very happy. I thought it was big enough to wear. They would get action on both sides, and it wasn't too fishy to me. But then it dropped down to 4.5, and, a half and I, got, I got a little concerned at 4.5 because that's like the Vegas. But uh, the line was malleable, and it moved back up to 6 with the sharps on it right before game time, and I thought that was fantastic uh, line movement. I tweeted that out. Um, so I'm going to count those both as wins. I know the Panthers game like was technically wrong, but was I wrong? I don't know. You can ask yourself that. Um, but this is the main reason why we are in the trust tree. And I, I just, I'm just going to come out and say it. Um, I I was selfish last night. We talked in the in the last episode of Counterpoint about superstitions. And, um, you know, I talked about how I'm in this one spot in the producer studio here at WIP without any gear on. And that's the spot that they've been, they've won six games in. That's the spot, and when they haven't been I haven't been in that spot, they've played bad, so I'm opening up to you the listener because that first quarter is on me so i uh I'm not wearing any Eagles gear, but I wanted to watch the Sixers along with the Eagles, so we have multiple TVs set up here, and I sat so I could watch both games at the same time and in that first quarter, uh, the Eagles had like negative eight yards or something like that at one point. And then they finished with like twenty four yards. Um that one's on me. That one's a hundred percent on me. Um after that, after the first quarter, went right to the spot and boom, Carson Wentz turned back into Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Trust tree to trust tree, trust tree to trust of the tree uh also another superstition i found out so i'm sure you guys are all the same as me there's like three points in the game where you think that <laughs> where you think the eagles are gonna lose um i text my my one buddy once a game with they're gonna lose and every time i've done that they've won did it again last night after i got into the spot <laughs> The spots the spot's doing well and like I had to charge my phone in the other studio with, with John and James and Vince and the crew. I'll go in there. Shit would hit the fan. I'm like, fuck, man. I'm going to go back to the spot. So I'm going to take that first quarter, and that one's all on me. 100% on me. And we're in the trust tree, so I trust you that you won't get mad at me. Another reason we're in the trust tree is because if you remember before the season, the first couple of Counterpoint podcasts, I – was talking a big game and I was like I want to bet on Carson Wentz to win MVP and like yeah I was sort of doing it for show and that looks like a huge mistake because he's like legit the MVP of the NFL besides like Tom Brady and maybe Alex Smith like I can't believe it there's MVP chance last night Guys, there was MVP chance for our quarterback. MVP chance. And guess what? He played like a freaking MVP last night. So, did I, did I jink? Did I, did I miss out on a a huge opportunity here by talking a big game? Maybe the preseason reports were right. Maybe Wentz was looking like an MVP, but I didn't do it. And you know what? You know, Bartschard is is part to blame here because he's like, oh, no chance, no chance. I, I sort of wanted to bet on it, but he told me not to. So, um, I didn't actually bet on him to win MVP. So that's another reason why we're in the trust tree. And the final reason we're in the trust tree is because, like, I'm, I I need to – I think if the Eagles – so the Eagles are 6-1. and one, And they're clearly the best team in the NFL right now. Although I think the Patriots, like, they figure figured some things out on Sunday. Um, they're clearly the best team in the NFL. And it's okay to talk about the Super Bowl. Like, just embrace it. Just embrace it. This team's good. Stop with the whole, like, yo, stop saying Super Bowl. I was in I was in this bar on uh, last week, last Thursday, and the guy was getting legitimately pissed that people were mentioning the Eagles as Super Bowl teams because he's like, I don't want to hear it. Fuck off. Like, this Eagles team is a Super Bowl contender. Whether you want to admit it or not, they are. So, just embrace it. Lean into it. They're a Super Bowl contender. And my dilemma here is, is I think I'd rather be here than in Minneapolis. Is that weird? I would rather be here. I would rather be surrounded by my brethren than in Minneapolis. What? Like I would rather be here than the Super Bowl. Is that weird? Or is, is everyone else in the same boat? Because I don't think it's that weird. I would much rather be here. Uh, m- you know, rushing the streets of Philadelphia after an Eagles Super Bowl with my with. A million of my closest friends. I don't think that's weird. Is it weird? I don't know. Let me know. Let's talk about my trip to Maine. This was I, I left the day after they beat the Panthers, so I was in a great mood. I got three hours sleep and I drove eleven hours because one, I'm a man, and two, um, I was so jacked up. Because like winning in Carolina for me was a statement and it was the Eagles are back moment on national TV. And before that game, I I wish I wish I had said this on Counterpoint. I I always get terrified of watching Carson in primetime because it's like, please don't disappoint me in front of my friends, Carson, um, and him showing up, shutting up, eighty thousand whatever, seventy thousand Panthers fans, like that's the mark of a great quarterback. And I thought that's what Carolina symbolized. So winning that game for me, I was like, wow. This team is, like, legit, especially with the penalties going against them and stuff like that. And also, Cam Newton really, really did piss me off. We talked about that. Like, him scoring the touchdown, shooing off his teammates, going right to the camera, sprinting around the whole stadium, doing a stupid celebration. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. But anyway, so on my drive, I was jacked up. And we get there, me and my girlfriend, and – We we go on this 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 hike right, and it's called the the bumblebee path up in Acadia Mountain area, and like no it's called the beehive it's called the beehive, and I'm going up it, and it's it's a pretty like it's like real hiking and like climbing over rocks and like you could fall and get seriously hurt, and I turned around, (laughs) my my girlfriend was ahead of me she'd already done this this semi dangerous part and i didn't take the risk and you want to know why the eagles are five and one i am not risking my life when the eagles are five and one and we have a legit franchise quarterback and they're legit playing like a five and one best team in football you think i'm fucking crazy i'm not risking that shit on a on a on a path no no so i turned around i turned my ass right back around and down the mountain i'm not risking that shit with my five and one and now six and one Crazy talk. I got one shot at this fucking Super Bowl. If you think I'm gonna get hurt in Maine? Not happening. Another thing that happened in Maine. We hiked this other path on the same day and, and, and we get to the top and really cool views and this guy comes up behind us who was like hiking by himself, which I thought was a little weird, um, wearing a Villanova hat. So I was like, Oh, like you uh you like you from Philly and, and did you go to Nova and whatever and he's like, No, you know, my 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 brother and sister in law went to Villanova but I get good, good compliments on the hat and I was like oh that's cool and uh, he's like yeah but like how about those Eagles like enjoy Carson Wentz and I was like yeah who do you like and he said the, he said the Browns <laughs> and I gave him a hug and I said thank you and it was the most sincere moment of my life because seriously Browns thank you so much another thing I learned about myself in this trip to Maine is like I'm not really an awkward person and when there are awkward situations, I kind of hit them uh, head on. But if you want to see the most awkward jack possible, it is when I'm wearing Eagles gear and someone says to me, "Go Eagles" in public. Because I, what the fuck do you say to that? I never know what to say. I'm just I, I, Sometimes I smile. Like sometimes I'm like, "Yeah, go team." I it I freeze whenever someone says, "Yeah, go Eagles." Am I, the, am I the weird one? I never know what to say because I, I kind of also do the thing where, like, you don't really care about the eagles. <laughs> so, like, I automatically view them as a fake. Um, but, like, this guy came out of a rest stop on our drive up, and he's like, hey, go birds. And I was like, yeah, how about them? I don't know. So, so what I have to start doing is I have to start planning it out when I wear eagles gear. I have to start planning out what I'm going to say if someone says, uh, hey, how about those eagles? Because I need to have a response because I just – automatically freeze up does that happen to anyone else because it happens to me all the time and i never know what to say and then i gotta start hitting it head on and i gotta i gotta embrace it and and have a have a have an out plan for when someone says go eagles in public because i i literally don't know what to say so you gotta listen to this browns take because it is <laughs> uh i love seeing them miserable as they watch our glorious young quarterback Listen to this. Your
4: franchise, Paul (laughs) Dupotesta. He said that Carson Wentz wasn't a top 20 quarterback. (laughs) I mean, the the Rams traded up to get Jared Goff, who I think is a fine young quarterback. But you had Carson Wentz right there. It's a joke. I wish the NFL would take the Cleveland Browns franchise and get rid of it. I do. I wish they would. This is this is an embarrassment. It's an abomination. The Cleveland Browns franchise is an abomination. Jimmy Haslam, I hope you're happy. Carson Wentz, and I'm going to tell you the truth. I wanted Carson Wentz all along. Everybody remembers that. I said Carson Wentz a beast. I knew he was. I knew he was. I knew he was. But your coach felt the he felt the world. He felt the earth move when R.G. Turd had a workout. So we didn't need, we didn't need Carson Wentz. Pony DePontesco, man, we don't think he's a top 20 talent. <laughs> you fucking baseball scout. I'm fucking done. God, why? What the fuck happened? Did, did Jesus get nailed on the cross in Cleveland or something? Because you hate this franchise. Yeah, I'm done. This Carson Wentz is a fucking machine. He's a fucking machine. And we could have had him in Cleveland. The bottom line is this, Jimmy Hansel: You have to uh, do this. Deshaun Watson, I'm not even sold on him yet. Carson Wentz, I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I was fighting it. I I did the same thing with Ben Roethlisberger years ago, but I can't fight it no more. This kid Wentz is a stud, and I wanted him. I wanted him, I did, I wanted him. If I was Jimmy Haslam right now, I'd be so fucking mad. Every time I turn a television on, someone is shitting on your fucking team. Meanwhile, the Cleveland Indians are fucking playoffs every year. The Cleveland Cavaliers are playoffs every year. Your fucking team. I'm just disgusted. I'm watching this. I will say this about the the Dutch Destroyer, too. That, That kid was a fucking beast. I watched it. Carson Wentz, the Dutch Destroyer. He was a beast. Carson Wentz wears his thing still. Now, there's another reason to root for Carson Wentz. Jimmy Haslam, fire potestà, fire Jackson. Your football team's an abomination. It's it's an embarrassment. If you're a Browns fan right now, I'm done. I, I'm done. This shirt here, I'm gonna I'm gonna set this shirt on fire with me wearing it. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna do it. I deserve it for rooting for this pathetic organization. I think I'm gonna start rooting for the Eagles now. Imagine Jimmy Haslam. He has to see how his fucking team that he hired, the front office that he hired, he has to see it every day they got rid of fucking Carson Wentz. Jimmy Haslam has to go to work every day and look at the guys that got rid of them, that said Carson Wentz was garbage. Well, you know, we don't think he's going to be a top-20 quarterback. No, the 6'5", we just don't think he's – I mean, i seen the guy play, and I said, this guy's a stud. I knew he was going to be a stud. I, I Coming from a small college, I said, I said, Roethlisberger, I said, I knew he was going to be a stud, and he's, he's a – He's a better conditioned Ben Roethlisberger. <clears throat> I'm going back to bed. Fly Eagles fly.
3: Love it. Absolutely love it. I could I could bathe in their tears all year long. Um I'm always proud of the Eagles fans. And I said this after the Chargers game that them being out there and, and, and doing all that, uh taking over that stadium and, and making it like a home game, like a legit home game, um, was amazing. And here is just another example. Of why I'm so proud of Eagles fans all the time. (laughs) Like, we just get it. (laughs) Like, Jason Peters is the goddamn bodyguard. He is he is the man. He protects Wentz. And we know how important he is. But guess what? We support the shit out of our players. And this is why I, I just hate the rap that Philadelphians get. Because we support the shit out of these guys. And, like, sure, when things go wrong, we boo them. But it's only because we love them. And when you give your heart to this team like Jason Peters has, even though I quit a couple times and people forget about whatever, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not going to get mad about it. He, he quit on Chip Like, who wouldn't quit on Chip? but like, Philadelphians are just different, Jason Peters, we get how important he is, we get how much he's given to this team, we get that he's 35 years old and still playing at a Pro Bowl level, and like, man, seeing him go down was was heart-wrenching, like, for the season, for him, that might have been the last time we see Jason Peters, and to give him that kind of reaction, like, you just don't see that anywhere else, you just don't see it, I'm sorry, that's why we're the best, I don't care, we're the fucking best and it's because of shit like that makes me so proud all the time um so yeah fucking this is gonna be hard donovan you asshole you just can't get over it and we talked we talked about this last time but like dude you, you come in here you come into the locker room yeah you're sucking it up with carson like oh here's my son i'm donovan remember me I'm the best quarterback in franchise history. Not for long, Donovan. We got a new guy in town who is uh, way better. Um, It's just like I'm so fucking done with him. He just he knows how to irk us. He always knows how to piss us off. And here's the latest example of Donovan knowing exactly how to piss us off.
2: We were saying he might have been the worst quarterback that was drafted first pick overall. Now all of a sudden, to be honest with you, he might be the best quarterback in the NFC.
3: Ah you Asshole Why (laughs) You know that's not true You know that's not Fucking true And you know You were saying it Just to piss us off You know exactly What you are doing This is why we still This is why we still Have animosity towards you Because you just don't get it You are so Frustrating It's, It's Stop He's not the best Quarterback in the NFC Put on the fucking tape Especially after last night I know you said that Before the game last night But like Put on the tape from the Panthers game. Put on the tape from the Cardinals game. Put on any Wentz tape this year and it looks better than any golf tape this year. Like, are you fucking kidding me, Donovan? Why? Why do you always do this? It is so frustrating. Let us get over it that we booed them not taking Ricky Williams. Get over it that we embraced T.O. immediately and get over it that we embraced Carson Wentz like he was our son. Because you want to know why he, we embraced him like our son? Because we didn't understand how great we had it when you we were here. So we saw what post Donovan, post legit franchise quarterback looked like, and it was a bad place. And we we're all ready to move on from it. But you have to keep doing stupid shit. And I'm so sick and tired of it. God, Donovan, why? Now, for the Key and Fe, he fucking sucks up there. <laughs> he was really silent on twitter the last couple of days but he came crawling out of his shell today because he is the antichrist then um you know here's what he had to say about Wentz after an unbelievable performance uh, re Wentz rookie season really bad not true first month of season bad not true last month of season good or great question is whether it's growth or a hot streak like what what fucking sport are you watching dude like, are you watching a different sport than us? Seriously. I don't, I don't get it. And then, he, and then he goes with one game not greater than the whole sample. Fuck off. Like, like I just, I just want it's, it's to – it's fine to admit that you were wrong. Just admit you were wrong. Plenty of people on draft Twitter have. They've jumped on the bandwagon. They've jumped on the Carson is good bandwagon. Listen, you could say he was bad last year. I mean, he was fine last year. For a rookie with no weapons and, a, and his, the loss of his right tackle for the whole season, or for ten games, it's fine. It's fine to say he was bad last year. I guess we'll we'll get over it. But holy shit, dude! Like, do you know? Like you just like you just don't know what you're watching. It's it's a like go fucking be a leprechaun in Ireland, you embarrassing fuck. And like ESPN, like I can't believe ESPN hired this little fucking leprechaun. It's it's just embarrassing. Such a such a bad a bad symbol for that company that they hire untalented little fucks like him. Unbelievable. Let's finish the show with what's the line saying? If you haven't seen it yet, uh, the line opened at thirteen and uh, minus thirteen for the Eagles at home against the uh, the ers And um, I can't remember the last time the Eagles were thirteen point favorites. I feel like it's been forever. I I honestly don't remember the last time. It could have been like chips chips uh chips 2013 season i feel like maybe um but 13 point favorites is is fucking nuts for this team uh it's awesome i'm not saying that like, they won't cover so i think this is a really really fair line regardless i think if you make it any bigger than just like too outlandish you make it any smaller it's like well, i'm gonna hammer the eagles so i think i think 13's fair and, and i feel good with a spread this big and i feel good because um you know the the, the, the 49ers had had covered five uh, before the dallas game on sunday their last five games and they, they lost by 2 against the Redskins so I was impressed with the 49ers however uh, they just lost by 30 at home to the Cowboys which is just an embarrassing loss uh, and there's like 40,000 Cowboys fans there I think um, so they lost by 30 at home to the Cowboys and now they have to travel east coming off of a super demoralizing loss with CJ Beathard at quarterback uh, from University of Iowa um, yeah, 13 points is fine. Like, I think like, this, if you want, the, everyone's talking about trap games this whole season, Um, uh, even though none of them have really been real trap games. This is actually a real trap game because you have this game, uh, and then Denver coming into town. So it's like, could they overlook the, the 49ers? Sure. I just don't see that with this team, and I don't see that with this quarterback. Like, do you think Wentz is just gonna suck? Do you think he's just gonna be like, nah, I don't feel like playing this game? That's not how he is. I mean, you heard him this week at practice. Saying we strive for greatness every day. God, it just makes me smile thinking about it. He's our fucking quarterback. Um, And, uh, yeah, like, I just... I I can't see them really, you know, coming out flat. They had a really nice win over the Redskins last night. And, again, honestly, watching that game, you're like, this feels like a classic Eagles loss. You know, they come out flat after 11 days, but, God, that quarterback just won't let them lose. And neither will that defense, man. Like, That offensive line is gross. And Derek Barnett hath arrived. Two sacks last night. Love it. Um, Not, I think they're going to cover that. I think they're going to blow out the 49ers. I don't expect a letdown. I think they're, I just, I just, I can't see this team ever letting down. They could lose. But like letdown games, I just don't see it. That's an old Eagles move. Brand new team. A lot of people talk about that with the Cubs last year. Like, this is the new Cubs. That was the old Cubs. They'll lose games like this. I feel the exact same way about the Eagles. That's the old Eagles. Well, the Eagles that have occupied one Nova Care away since 2009. This is, the, this is the Eagles. And they're not going to lose or even have it close against the 49ers at home. I'm just not seeing it. So feel confident, Philadelphia. It's fine to talk about the Super Bowl. It really is. I promise you. Let's lean in. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about the Super Bowl because this team is legit, and they are the best team in the NFL right now. And that's absolutely insane to say. But that's going to do it for the Counterpoint Podcast this week. I'll be back next week, I promise. For more reaction after another Eagles. Calling my shot.
2: This is what? Your second record, man. It's a song you wrote.
3: Uh, yes, I write nice.